Hi, welcome to my podcast. You are about to listen to chapter three of Ghetto Champagne. When we arrived at the hotel, one was already there waiting for us in the lobby. She had put that clown in a suite on the ninth floor, and we started hugging each other like we had not seen each other in a long time, as if we were reuniting. We all walked over to the elevator and took it up to the ninth floor, and then we went to his room. She inserted the key in the slot, and we entered. That dumb nigga was laid back on the bed watching 106 in Park on BET. You ain't on vacation, nigga, I said. Get the fuck up. He got up from the bed and walked over to the television and turned it off. Street, he said to me. You still looking real good. You got my shit? I asked bluntly. Yeah, yeah, hold up. He answered, sounding like I was getting on his last nerves. He walked over to the closet and pulled out his suitcase. He placed it on the bed and opened it up. There was about a million dollars in the suitcase, all in 20s. This is for you from Alexander, he said, sliding me the money. Okay, so where's my shit? I asked, beginning to become impatient. He said that you knew what to do with the money. He pulled off his jogging pants and he was wearing a second pair underneath them. Then he took those off and all my coke was taped to the inside of his second sweats. He had about 20 bags of coke all covered in Vicks vapor rub taped to the inside of those. Two began removing the bags and placing them in her bag. My cell phone rang. Speak, I said. Are you happy with your packages? Alexander asked me. Yeah, bae, I answered. Alexander Diaz was better known as the white wizard down in Miami. He was originally from Cuba and he was always looking out for me. He had shops all over Miami, the Keys, and even down in Atlanta. I had met him through this cat that I used to fuck years ago. But after I had stopped fucking that nigga, I ran into White one night at the Pajama Club down on South Beach. We went back to his spot and got lifted. We never fucked, not even kissed once, but he had me and the other lioness do some prick down there for him. Man, we came off on that job. And after that job, I bought my first kilo from him. Alex and I have been doing business ever since. There was some talk that he believed in black magic and shit, you know, like he could do stuff to people and hurt them. But whatever. As long as his building dealings with me were legit, we had no problems. You checked your account? I asked him. Yes, it's all there, baby. He answered me. I knew he had a big ass grin on his face. I always kept him having large bank. Okay, baby, I'm about to be out. I spoke to him. You got your paycheck? Alex asked before I hung up the phone. Yeah, white. I looked at that dumb nigga on the bed. I think that six maybe had fucked him once. He had a good life. The phone call ended. One put the dough in her bag and then we started walking towards the door. What time does my flight leave? He asked me. In about 20 minutes. I walked over to him, kissed him on his lips, took out my blade, and I sliced his throat from ear to ear. That nigga fell to the floor holding his throat as I cut out his vocal vocals so that he couldn't scream. That's for your niece, bitch, I said to him. 
he had raped his sister's daughter. Have a nice flight. When we had gotten outside, I told one and two to take the shit back to the lair and that we would have our meeting around midnight. I looked at my watch. I had to go to my other spot so that I could wait for Samson's call. As soon as I walked inside that small apartment, the phone was ringing. I rushed over to the phone and answered it. Peace, I said, all out of breath. Peace, queen. This is Samson. Hey, bae, I said. I have been sitting here waiting for your call. (laughs) Yeah, right. I have, man. Really, I have. So, uh, what's up with you? Nothing. Just working on this book that I'm writing, he answered. Oh, so you a writer? A little bit. I'm a poet, MC, cook. Wow, I said. I ain't never met a man like you before. I mean, a poet. Well, maybe one day I'll invite you over and read to you. Samson and I talked on that phone for hours. We talked about our youthful days, growing up in the hood. He told me he had just finished doing a five-year bid and he wasn't trying to get back into the game. He also told me that all he wanted was to meet him a good woman to build with, a woman that he could trust and who accepted all things about him, whether they were good or bad, a woman that was balanced. His whole conversation made me feel like a totally different, different woman I was feeling shit that I had never felt before I mean this brother had shit stirring in my soul like the universe was telling me that maybe this could be the one to take me out the game like maybe this could be the one to love me like I wanted to be loved no like I needed to be loved his conversation was different from any other dudes that I had spoken with he spoke of relocating to another state setting up his own business and even buying him some land to build house he said that when he was locked up he had actually drawn out his plan on how he wanted his house built his talks were never of sex and how much he wanted to fuck me but the way that he was talking had me wanting to fuck him because he was turning me on for real I glanced at the clock and it was going on nine o'clock I wanted to see him real bad he told me that he was on his way As soon as we hung up the phone, I heard a knock at the door. Who the fuck is it? I yelled. Samson. He yelled back. How the hell did he get here so fast? I looked in the mirror and checked myself over thoroughly. I still had on the same clothes that I had wanted to Sheraton and I was making sure that that nigga's blood had not fallen on my clothes. I walked over to the door and opened it. Damn, that was fast. Were you sitting on my stoop? Yeah, for real? Yep. Samson picked me up and began spinning me around. We were laughing so hard that we both fell on the couch. You are so beautiful, lioness, Samson said, laying on top of me. I could stand to lose a little weight. Baby, your body is beautiful. At that moment, there was an awkward silence. And then he was looking down into my eyes like I was the only woman in the world for him. He looked like my angel whom I had dreamt about years ago. I had not been with a man in a long time. And believe it or not, my ass was so nervous. He picked me up and carried me to the bedroom. Slowly he undressed me and then he laid me down on the bed. 
He began kissing my nipples and squeezing my breasts gently. My eyes closed in passion as he began sucking on my breasts. I reached down to touch his dick, but he pushed my hand away. Please, let me, I whispered to him. Slowly, he stood up and let his pants hit the floor. My eyes almost popped out of my head because he had the biggest dick I had ever seen in my life. Damn, that shit went past his belly button. Can you handle this? I laid back on the bed and opened my legs wide. He knelt down on his knees and began slowly kissing me. Simpson then began fingering me with those long ass fingers of his as I opened my legs wider so that I could take all the pleasure that he was giving me. Suddenly he curved his fingers upward and began toying with my G-spot. My juices was gushing all over his fingers and running down his hands. He took his fingers out of my pussy and licked them slowly. Mm, that tastes so good he said to me please please put that in me now you need me lioness I answered him by shaking my head up and down slowly he eased up between my legs and as soon as he slid inside of me I gasped for air <sighs> he was so damn big you a big girl take it he demanded I closed my eyes and began taking in deep breaths so that I could relax my muscles to take every inch of him. He gave it to me like no man had ever given it to me before. It felt like he was touching my heart and indeed it was filling my soul up with soft teardrops from the morning dawn and I could see planets forming for real. Damn your pussy is so tight and it's so good he said whispering in my ear the more he pumped me the more I screamed out Samson had me creaming all over his juicy dick I came so many times and so damn hard that my bed sheets were soaking wet as if I had peed on them after it was over I laid my head on his thick chest and listened to his heart beating softly in my ear it sounded like distant African drums beating for our passion we just lay there in the dark and I could actually hear all of his thoughts. I could feel so much coming from his mind that it scared me because if he ever found out what I was about, I know that he would leave me. But was I ready to leave the game for him? I glanced at the clock and I had an hour to meet the lionesses. Look, baby, I said, getting up from the bed. I have to go make a run, but I will be back as soon as possible. He began rising up out of the bed, too. Well, I guess I'll leave with you. No, no, please stay here until I get back. I promise I won't be gone long. And besides, I want you to stay and relax and allow my home to get to know your presence. I kissed him on the forehead and left. You have just listened to chapter three of Ghetto Champagne. Come back for the next episode. Chapter four. Peace.